to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleiner. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. Water has been way too, it's been taken for granted. And almost 13 years ago, I found myself when I was asked if I wanted to have my own radio show. Yes, I will do it, but I'm going to make the subject water. And we're going to be starting our 13th year here in March of 2020. Water, water, water. As I've been educating what has been ignored, forgotten, and been complacent about, we on this planet forgot everything began with water. The drip that came down of evaporation of water came down on the planet, absorbed through the planet, filled up the aquifers below, came to the surface, and life began. All life began. And I'll I'll envision for you a little bit of like mirror in the water. A vision of here's the water, and the water trickled. Streams, lakes, rivers, and the abundant amount of fresh water that came down began what's called the ocean at the lowest point of the cavity of the earth. The ocean became the hourglass, a barometer of breath, atmosphere, along with the fresh water. Without the air, the water and the vapor and the atmosphere, there could never have been any life begin. That water in the atmosphere, it evaporates every day living with the planet and the soap solar system. The ocean, the stream, the lake, the rivers evaporate. Now, what does evaporation mean? As I have been studying, and many of you know, I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center. That's been my focus for over 35 years before I started this research center is studying evaporation of water, evaporation of the air, and evaporation of human life's water, all life's water. What happens? Well, as we've been teaching you, that evaporation is like a lightning rod. It's like a socket in the wall of electric power. You're triggered from from the moment Earth began with water, it's triggered with an electric power that's so subtle, everyone forgot it, left it behind. What I want to teach you 
is we're all so unique. Everything is unique. Have you ever noticed that some blades of grass don't always grow the way other blades of grass grow? Have you ever noticed the same thing with the tree? Side by side, there's a difference in the trunk, in the bark, in the limbs. Have you ever noticed the continents have different climates, different life happening in that mirror in the water? Did you ever notice that mirror of what happens out there with life? the differences of time and the influence of water on that time. Without water, there would have been no time. There would not have been a creation of, of all that is seen and unseen. There would not have been eternity without water. And you've got to breathe it. You've not only got to breathe it, You've got to drink it. It's vital. The earth is absorbing it and drinking it along with the atmosphere. The atmosphere has to drink it or we'd lose all life on the planet. We'd all become probably kind of like a Mary Poppins, fly off into the solar system. Stop and think. Use common sense, how critical it is with water. Now, water on the planet for you is so critical to live. No two people are born just alike. No two eyes alike. No two fingerprints alike. We even have a little different look. We're all so different, different continents, different people. Different, even different outlooks, personalities, and how we live. That evaporation is you. That water is you. That is who you are. So unique. So exciting as a gift. And there's no question way back in time how the religions, all the faiths began in the continents, in time, with the faith in that water, that mirror in the water. They knew, they knew how important it was. They didn't leave it behind. They began to develop all concerns of how to heal how to learn to provide a survival in the water. They didn't back off. Our forefathers and the generations of cultures all over the world gave their lives to that because they cared about life. And they wanted people to be healthy, happy, But they wanted them to be curious. They wanted them to be curious about what is happening, be educated with that curiosity in that mirror in the water. And without it, 
and the curiosity that has to go with it, there could be crisis. Well, guess what? People are so smart about everything I've watched. But they forgot about the water. And throughout the world, it's not just in a few places, it's all over, that they're having a crisis with water. A water on the surface, the water in the ocean, by dumping garbage in the ocean to heat up the ocean, to heat up the atmosphere. Rivers and streams getting smaller, not allowing them to be what they once were to add to the hourglass of the atmosphere's water vapor and life with the ocean. And then they forgot about the communities. They forgot about the welfare of the future of life and children. And there became a crisis of water. There's a crisis of soil because of the humidity in the air is being affected. Our soil is becoming sand, which causes infernos, as we've learned throughout California, and we've learned it over in Australia, and any place where they were not concerned about the atmosphere and the water vapor in the air to thrive soil. Soil adds to the atmosphere uh, uh, health, healthiness. It develops our planet to be healthier soil. Now we're becoming sand. What happened to the Middle East way back in time? They didn't have the knowledge we have today, the know-how. We do. And for some reason, we seem to think there's, there's answers to it that don't make, to me, the common sense. And the health of our lives has changed over it all. And I found that the cures are not being found. They're looking for a quick fixes and remission and left what the cultures had taught us from behind is that you must learn how to breathe that atmosphere. You must drink a lot of water and drink a whole glass at a time a day. You must learn about your own personal nutrition diet to not over evaporate. You must have a moderate exercise and you must learn how to sleep the way the earth sleeps to give yourself that life to rejuvenate, to live with the planet, with a rhythm. It's very important. Such common sense, not too complicated, but without the water, we have a problem for eternity. And it's like one of the scientists we brought in said, Sharon, I don't know about that word eternity. He was kind of worried about it because he forgot about what, co- what provides eternity, water for all life on earth. 
Today, we're going to have Dr. Effie Chow, who has been on many times through the years with us, really excited about it. And she said, we're going to talk about something that is becoming quite a subject matter, Um, dare to dream and live it. Over the weekend, I watched and saw something with a young man, Colin O'Brady, being interviewed. And he wrote a book called The Impossible First, which means the same thing. You learn to live for what you're reaching for and dream. And we've had on our show Annette Draper, who believes in reaching out away from your life and, and loving, caring about something other than and loving yourself, but also loving others, trying to find something good at all times. And you've heard her talk on the show how she cares and what she did with her own health and what she did, learned to do. But today, Dr. Chow, with her background, and I'm going to let her tell us about her. She's a PhD. She's highly qualified, a lot of years of experience, over three decades. She's a master in Pijong, which has been teaching us a lot about breathing and what's, what's there for us all to learn. She's a master in understanding your diet, water, your exercise, and your sleeping. I could almost call her the director of Health Olympics. But we will listen to our sponsor first, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. The surface of the eye is 99% water. Many years ago, I was asked if I would study the, the over-evaporation of that surface of the eye that causes the, what happens for people to go blind and serious vision impairment, dry eye. I did, and I ended up developing a technology for the world called Nature's Tears Eye Mist with 100% water, tissue culture-grade water, all naturally pH-balanced for the organ of the eye, nothing concocted. It's out there going around the world. It's in China and the United States. You'll find it out there on Amazon. It's been market-tested in thousands of drugstores in the drugstore department. It's in the medical field. There's been courses at the pharmacist, for the pharmacist to learn the technology. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the first 100% water ever to be accepted in the medical field for dry eye with just a mist of humidity. Patents all over the world have been approved by scientists that it's got a future that is just unbelievable once it's understood the influence of our atmosphere and what it could do with a handheld portable device. Well, listen to our sponsor with just a minute.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, are you with us? Absolutely, Sharon. Good. Well, thank day you for you. joining us. I know you are very have a lot of things you're going doing all the time. But I'd like for you to introduce yourself, your background, but I want the audience to know Dr. Effie Chow is one of the founders of Global Healing Alliance. And you can tell us more, and as a, you have a master's, um, grandmaster in Qigong, and you've been involved with the um, Clinton administration to bring different... your the Qijong and different types of, of, um, of procedures into the country as far as, uh, they, I don't like the word alternatives. I've always tried to figure out that one for me, Dr. Chow. But anyway, I'd like <laughs> to introduce you, and you can tell us about your background, where you came from, even though you've been a guest on here many times. But uh, for those who don't know, tell us about your life. Thank you very much, Sharon, for having me on. It is a great pleasure to partner with someone who is so fervently, um, so uh, so gifted and so fervent about how our earth is. And I think we need more people like you who really feel the seriousness of where our planet is going and where our humanity is you. you synthesize very lovely in your introduction today. And <clears throat> I agree with everything you said. And I don't want to repeat it, but it is a wonderful synthesis, how we are destroying the environment and destroying ourselves because we're ruining water. It's very hard to find good water. So therefore, but, but because you synthesize 
the situation of the earth and and uh, the universe so well. I would like to just begin, and I'll talk later, with just a minute of deep breathing and send our collective consciousness to save the planet. If we do this often, collective consciousness is very, very potent and very powerful. So can we just take three, four big breaths with the diaphragm, not with the shoulder, and breathing in deeply and breathing out through the teeth. Closing your lips and move the diaphragm out and you're getting oxygen into the nasal passageway. And then when you move your diaphragm in, the air comes out through the teeth. Just two more, like that quietly. And send your intention. The intention is very powerful. To see the world, see the planet, see the universe, and feel the healthiness of the universe instead of the chaos that we are faced with. And embrace the universe. You are very powerful. Each person can do wonders. Don't think, well, I'm just me. What can I do? You can do wonders and believe that. And if we all believe that and we bring our consciousness together, then the good will offset the bad. So thank you, everybody, for that consciousness and helping to change the atmosphere, helping to change the status of our being. So Sharon, well, Dr. Chow, I know the first thing I think about, excuse me for a minute, Dr. Chow, something yeah. I think about, of course, I'm in scientific <laughs> research, but <clears throat> though is that when you did that, which was sharing with others to think that way as they're listening, the earth is living that way. The earth is breathing that way with the solar effect to be alive, what it's doing, what it's, it's, um, it's hourglass, it's mirror in the yes. water. Uh, what you did was a gift for everyone to stop and think every day, live with the planet as the planet was meant to be. Don't try to live with the planet the way we want it to be. That's a great wisdom Am I right? there. Great wisdom, <laughs> Sharon. Okay. okay. And there's another dimension. It isn't only the people who are listening. We, as energy bodies, and that's what chi is. Chi is energy or oxygen. We are connected to everything and everyone on this planet and beyond, whether we are thinking about it or not. It just is. There is no barrier. There is no boundary to our reach out into the universe. Uh, look at the sky. Is there a boundary there? It just envelops the mountains and the trees and however the horizon is. There is no boundary, and there's no, 
you know, like confrontation. It just smoothly rolls through. And we should think of our life as that, that we are the heaven and we are God and we are the universe. And so, therefore, even the people who are not listening to this show, Sharon, they are connected with us. So our brief moment of intention is reaching everyone, whether they're tuned in to this show or not. That's the awesomeness of our working with energy because in science, they call energy, kinetic energy. I learned that in, in school, in elementary, in high school, and that there is no destruction. It changes the frequency and its existence. It doesn't die what we feel dying is. So therefore, we don't die, really. We change frequencies. But that's another show. We talk about that. <laughs> but just know, just know that we are connected to everyone, everything, because everything is alive. It has oxygen, and it needs moisture to exist. So oxygen and moisture, it is everything alive, the table, the buildings, the ground, uh, not just plant animals and human beings. So that's a very difficult concept for many people uh, to conceive. But I throw that out every time. It is becoming more common uh, thought because quantum physics says we are and we are everywhere. We are everything. So there is no boundary like the sky. There is no boundary. So um, a little bit about myself. I became aware in my study of myself for for being uh, awarded some of the awards. I said, well, you need to look at what you past is. I am a refugee from World War II, from China to Canada, and had my education, my nursing, and, uh, and, be- and came down here to Stanford and worked as a research nurse in the time when it was new, Dr. Shumway's mitral valve operation. And Dr. Kent, kidney uh, transplant, and DNA in cancer and tuberculosis, and the study of it initially, and study of morbid obesity. And I've left some some dietary um, recommendations at Stanford. Even to this day, they're using it, I'm very happy to say. And then moving in to Chinese medicine, I'm an acupuncturist as well, and because I was brought up in a household that practiced Chinese medicine, uh, if not in our family, but with friends, and, uh, and we saw, I saw, even before nursing, that we did miracles. We saved people's lives where the doctors said, there's nothing more we can do. And he's going to die within a few days or weeks. And my father would say, well, if that is so, would you let us use our medicine? That means China.
Chinese medicine is quite extensive. It's quite extensive, like the Western medical system. So it is a system of practice, not just acupuncture, not just Qigong, but there's moxibustion and there's meditation and there's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's cupping and there's um, dietary consideration. The whole gamut of holistic life. And it's really practicing whole health, practicing promotion of health, not wait until we get sick. There's an old saying in China, in China and a practice that if your doctor failed to keep you well, then he has lost faith and that you fire him and find somebody who can keep you well. Now, wouldn't that be a wonderful thing that we practice here in our modern day? Yeah. <laughs> so, so oh, that's the well, I think you heard me talk about <laughs> for cures, not just for the quick fix of remission. But that's exactly. all they seem. But I, I, can I share one with you? I was talking to a doctor in India who's very, very respected all over the world. And we were talking about the cultures way back, like these procedures or these, these treatments, what, what, what we call them, of culture that we learn so far back how to live and survive. And they were became brilliant, brilliant scientists way back Ooh. at what was there, what was available. And their idea was to cure. They never thought about the word remission. And our medical world and our, our physicians and our scientists have to take, to have to depend upon money, like the, the minister and the priest of the church. If they don't open the doors with the contribution of what's necessary, you, they don't get the money. And even the the churches are they're saying to the church, please, if you want my contribution, I want you to do it my way. In research, the investors are saying, do it my way. Mm-hmm. And, and what's happened there all over the world, Dr. Chow, is in research, what's happened is like what happened in the United States during the recession for several years there. Science and research were put aside, and many of them lost their research centers here in the United States over it. They couldn't get the grants. They couldn't get the funding. They couldn't get it. And and it became a long trial for them. So as a doctor in India and I said, that has a big play on what is happening with the future of learning how to find the cures and allowing some new uh, um, methods, new practices to come to America, to be in America, like what you're telling us and teaching us, to allow it to be here. And um, again, it's, uh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Um, and as I said to you and other scientists throughout the years on my show, uh, when I was asked to study dry eye that causes vision impairment to blindness, and they were worried about 
blindness because it's out of control then. Now it's really out of control. Blindness was never really understood how effective dry eye is, what it does. I decided not to have it over in the holistic department as much as I respect the department. I wanted it in the drugstore department where it would be understood and then the pharmacists could be learning the technology in their schools. That's why it has to be 100% water. And they allowed, they did it for the first time in history on the planet. And what we've got to do with shows like this and yourself and others, we've got to get the insurance companies involved where the insurance companies start getting better educators about it all and get out, uh, uh, um, get out and move in a direction of what's happening there with some new procedures, new thinking to add to, to add to what is the tradition here in this country and around in the world medical field. But what you're teaching us is like what the doctor in India was teaching us recently. There are other there are ways to do things. And you're right about the individual wanting to reach out and, and, and dream of what they can do, what they can achieve. But um, back to what you're doing now. And you see how many people a year to do what you do. I know it's been years, but the people that you have had come to you, how many people do you think that was to come to you with what you've been teaching? Oh, well, Sharon, you know, I see people individually, private consultation, and I give programs and training. We can range from 40 people to a thousand people at once. And then I speak Mm -hmm. at major conferences and I've spoken to audience of 10,000 people in one, in one conference. And then I'm often on television and radio, just like I'm with you. And it's unknown the hundreds of thousands that I've reached. And we're talking about almost, you know, half a million at least, if not more than that, because because, uh, like, after your show, I'm going to be on another radio show. And I have two television weekly shows now uh, every week, you know, two shows. So how many does that reach? But you brought up some good points about research. Uh, now, my activity with policy, including the White House Commission on Complementary Alternative Medicine Policy, through Bill Clinton's... Um, um, time, um, we brought complementary alternative medicine, or I like to call it healthcare, into pretty nearly all the medical schools, either in the form of of um, research or programs or actual individual practices or just a program. But almost every major university develop a division or department of many names, integrative medicine, integrative health, um, uh, energy medicine, holistic health, uh, you name it. They, they call it different things. And the only thing is, 
they often called me and said, what do we do? We don't know anything about this area. And so um, I'm happy to say I've become an expert in this, a consultant to these people who are trying to develop programs in this area. And when you talk about research on all these major policy programs, I've been the one that have said, do we have a question? Do we have the research protocol and the instrumentation to measure live energy, live subjects? Because basically, uh, quote, scientific gold standards have been studying dead tissues and not live energy. And so uh, are we getting results that are true? And so there is, there are groups of uh, researchers who are questioning this uh, also now. But way back in 1960s, I posed this, because I've been a research consultant with National Institutes of Health. That's our research, comp- uh, part, part of the government, governmental health structure. I've been a research consultant for 37 years with NIH. It is an honor, but we have to question the, uh, the age-old methods. And, and also, for example, modern Western medicine is really about 200 years old. And cultural medicine, cultural health care systems has been thousands of years of Chinese um, uh, Chinese practices, right? It's five and ten thousand years old. You know, as I right. am improving medicine. more and more and more yes. with proof of what can be done. Well, um, let me let me continue with uh, experiences um, because I just came back from Dr. Vancouver. Chow, we, uh, we're, yes. Dr. Chow, we have to take our break right now, and we're going to come okay. back, and you're going to teach us what you were just about to. Take us to the Petri dish and teach us what you've been learning. And you are an expert. You've seen a lot. That is an expert. Thank you. And you've had, and you've had hands-on. Well, t- wait a minute. Don't than, go anywhere. It's more don't, than three decades. It's really five decades don't, and more. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Right. And we'll take our break. And we'll, it's the only one we have. We're going to... Listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist for dry eye. As you know, audience, blindness is out of control, sadly. What's happening, as you've been hearing, is some of the procedures are causing more dry eye that they weren't quite as sure about. And those procedures need assistance for dry eye. There is only one technology worldwide that's been proven and been out there now in testing to prove with no question that that supplement to the surface of the eye must be 100% a water that is not heavy, that can humidify and, and naturally pH, not a concoction, not a formulation. It's nature's tears I missed. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a myth. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. We have today a very special guest we've had on many times, and we're, we learn so much every time. Dr. Effie Chow, who is a Ph.D., and has had over 35 years of experience. And we can say she's an expert at what she does. Dr. Chow, you were just about ready to educate us about um, some things that you knew that were very critical to our health care. I'll let you teach us. Yes, thank you, Sharon. Um, We talked about research, um, and that is an area that needs refurbishing, possibly, or new ideas on instrumentation and procedure because we're now researching live subjects, the energy concept. And I wanted to tell you something you said about practice before. It is still the same now. I'm a nurse, and my Ph.D. is in education, and I'm a psychiatric and public health nurse, and my master is in communication and behavioral sciences. So I pull many different disciplines into my practice and education. Um, I was in Vancouver this last week. I just came back for a week ago. And I was brought there because... Was that Vancouver, Canada? Was that in Canada? Yes, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, yes. And that's where I graduated from Vancouver General Hospital. And this very mm-hmm. prominent citizen had glioblastoma, that's a brain tumor, and he's been, quote, dying for the last five months. And they didn't do anything more because they were prepared for him to die and gradually removed support systems. Well, the son thought that, well, there must be something. And they just, for five months, he was, uh, the, they, he was uh, edema, 
almost twice the size of his hands and, and feet and legs. And his muscles were atrophied. He was in a coma for five months and more. And they did not do anything except a sustenance to keep him sort of alive. And so I went up, and within five days, we got him sitting up, propped by the hip, and he stood up. And he had to have his head tied with a band to keep it from flopping because there was no muscle in his body. It was all atrophied. And within two days, we had him holding his head up with using chow qigong and, uh, and um, the whole system with him and talking about diet and so forth. Of course, he was fed by the tube. But be sure that he had enough water, even though he was a dermatist. So by the end of five days, um, he was sitting up for about 40 minutes at a time. And he started to open his eyes the second day. His eyes closed all the time. His jaw was dropped. He could not move his jaw. Well, he opened his eyes for many minutes at a time. And also, his jaw, he started moving his jaw. And he started to turn his head gently. So it worked very gently. So anyway, from a non a non uh, kind of alive person, he became aware. So I also had them change the hospital room from a sterile hospital room into a home-like atmosphere, pictures and music and, and uh, flowers and, and made it like, and everybody who came in had to give everybody a hug, a heart-to-heart hug, the F.E. Chow heart-to-heart hug. That means the uh, left face to left face side. And he had to hug everybody. And they had to tell him something about good about him. He's a very accomplished. His name is all over Vancouver. And he contributed. He's on the University of British Columbia board. He was a chancellor of the university. And his family now is on the board of the university. So it's a family. And they had no hope for five months and more. And he had also degenerative macular degeneration, which we have been very successful. And we have been successful with glioblastoma, too. He saw the, he saw the uh, interview by Fox News on me, on my work about brain tumor. That's how he called me in to go back. And they happened to be very old, old um, friends from their father, their grandfather, to our grandfather. So, and then I ended up treating uh, eight people in the whole family, extended family. Um, the person that called me in had Achilles tendon, you know, that they heal uh, pain. And, and within one and two sessions, he had it for months. And one or two sessions, it was gone. His daughter had Lyme's disease for five years. And in one session, she, I approached her with a spirit and mind and body, not just the physical. I said, you haven't been approached from the spiritual and emotional. He says that, no. And in that one session, the father checked, him, checked her. <clears throat> she had colder left-sided in her body, and her hands and feet are much colder on the left than the right. And her skin also had a different uh, texture and drier, much drier than the right. And at the end of two 
hours. I first prescribed she must drink water because she was only taking about four glasses a day. And so I said, no, we need to drink water right now. And eight glasses. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> yeah. And she said, oh, no. And, and guess what? The skin hydrated. And the and they both said after two hours, the father checked her again, and there was no difference in sensation. She said, "I feel the same both sides." Then her mother had sleep problems, and she had uh, nineteen years of pain in the right side after a birth of one of her nineteen-year-old child. Nineteen years, and her right leg felt like a wooden uh, stump, and so also. I had a television program going on, so I said, I just have a minute. So I said, I'll show you what to do, and, and I'll, I brushed her cheek and rebalanced her cheek, and it disappeared, the stump and the pain. Now, people hearing this will think, how ludicrous, but this just happened last week, and, and it disappeared. Then it started to come back again, and I teach them what to do, like brushing and breathing, that's the first thing, breathing and with water. And so she would drink water. She would brush, brush the area. And she allayed the pain that started to come back. And so, and then we had another knee problem, meniscus pain for numbers of months. And again, with one or two sessions, it has gone. Um, oh, my goodness. It's just so much. Oh, and three of them got into double lotus position immediately with the chow qigong therapy. It's, it's just unbelievable. And Sharon, you know I tell the truth, you know, right? I, I cannot tell them. I hope tell them. <laughs> Radio? No, no. Audience, uh, Dr. Chow is and for real. And so this, <laughs> and this is a family, a huge, beautiful family. And, and so I had to leave and they are continuing, so I don't know how it is. But with Chow Medical Qigong, or what I call the Chow Integrated Healing System, we have, and along with diet and water and breath, chi, we have created absolutely so many miracles. And it's not taking years or months or weeks. It's a day, two days, three days. I want to ask you something, because I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. How much water, when a person, when you were there, and you said you need to increase your water, how much water did you have them increase a day? How much were they drinking? Well, average person would need to drink 10 glasses of water, 10 glasses of 10-ounce glasses or 8-ounce glasses. And, yeah. and, of course, if the person is larger, uh, I would say even 12, uh, 12 glasses. And I recommend <laughs> there, uh, in the morning. Do you think anybody could drink too much? Uh, Dr. Chow, do you think anybody could drink too much water? Well, yeah, sort of the data is that we lose eight glasses of water by de- dehydration, you know, the air, mm-hmm. and particularly the air is drier now. Evaporation. So it, yeah. it uh, yeah. dehydrates us much faster. And, and then, okay. um, yeah. uh, uh, so, so I, I, uh, I want to say, I recommend that in the morning, what happens is that in the night, 
you are getting rid of toxins, but it's still in your body. So in the morning, I advise them after they drink, uh, after they brush their teeth, drink four and five glasses, what you're able to uh, drink it like beer, glugging down beer. If you sip it, it'll be hard to do. But if you glug it down like beer, and I'm sure people, if they haven't experienced themselves, they saw people glug down beer, glug down the water, and then it gives you the basis to get rid of the toxins and the poison that's accumulated in your body. So you believe the person should drink. Um, um, when they go to drink the water and they're having that symptom, they need to drink four eight-ounce glasses of water right away. Yes. I, I recommend that okay. in the morning. After they sleep, you know, they've gone through uh, mm-hmm. the rebuilding process in the body and also getting rid mm-hmm. of the toxins and poisons in their body, but it's still there. And, mm-hmm. and it has made a tremendous change, Sharon, to the people. Of course, they may build up to it. I'm not saying force yourself to do four and five if you're really like, oh, I cannot do it anymore. Then rest and then take more glasses of water, you know. But in that mm-hmm. pure, short period of time, taking four and five glasses really helps you to detoxify and help your liver. You know, Dr. Chow, we only have a minute left, but yes, we only have a minute left, but something I've been been finding with opioid problems is that the doctors are not recommending to drink a lot of water when they prescribe these medications through the years. They're, They're assuming that the person would drink water. They're taking it for granted that yes, that's I've I've learned that they didn't remind them that the opioid could not work. The uh, medication may not work if they don't drink enough water, and the whole glass at a time has to be drank. Um, that's something we all need to preach: is how they drink the water. Everybody, how they're drinking it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're out of time. Well, I, and, think, um, I think, Sharon, that it's not just the opiates, but our digestive of food, everything, and our normal function of our organs. Everything. Everything. Right. Yeah, because you can't isolate. Right. We deal with it holistically. And, and I'd like to just right. give my, give my uh, well-known uh, special prescription. You must have at least eight Effie Chow, heart-to-heart hug a day, and it can be more, and then three belly-aching laughs a day because <laughs> touch, touch improves immunity, and laughter is the sound of the heart, so there's some, some theoretical basis for this. And if you have more, you have 100 in the day, you don't save it for many days. Next day, you still have to start with number one. So well, I like we're to, out, I'm so sorry like we're out of time. Well, I'd like to give you the hug and the laughter. Thank you so much for all you you, do. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. And uh, uh, we wish you well, and I hope to have you back on again. We've learned so much. And blessings blessings to everybody. And remember, take the deep breath. Take a moment. And, well, we're, we're, yeah, we're, thank you, thank you, thank you. You have a nice day. day. Everybody. Thank and put you. a child Thank in you. your Thank heart. You.
A child in your hands, and Dr. Chow. And blessings. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Have a nice day. Well, audience, did we learn a lot. Dr. Chow, whenever she comes on, there's so much we can learn. But I want you all to know that Earth does have a whisper. Listen very closely, like Dr. Chow had suggested. Listen and breathe. Try to learn. And put a child's heart in your hands. And always remember, we're here for the children. And when we think about those children, and like Dr. Chow said, let's have laughter. Let's have hugs. Like Annette Draper has said, let's love. Put a child's heart in your hands worldwide. And always make them the priority. I want to thank you for listening today. You have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. With an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.